This is a podcast. I have a question for you. All right. I'm ready for your question. Do you know how to keep score in a baseball game? Oh, yes. The, like, old school pad oh, yes. paper way. I do. And I enjoy doing it. Um, the problem is it's extremely antisocial. Yeah. So if I ever go to a baseball game with, like, you or with Amanda or something, you, I'm, I'm pretty much, like, in my own world right. if I'm doing that. But you know, like, how it works and... Yeah, in Little League, um, that's probably where I learned to do it was in Little League. Like, I would, I'd maybe be at a game before mine or after mine or something and they'd need someone to keep score and I'd learn to do it that way. Um, would you guess any of the kids <clears throat> in your class know how to do that? Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, there, there's one kid who is really into baseball, mm-hmm. um, who may know how to do it, but I doubt it. I feel like it's a dying, I mean, it's not really an art, but you know, it's a dying skill or, or I'd knowledge. Say, I'd say if you asked a hundred adults, you wouldn't have more than one that would know how to do it. No, I feel like, well, I feel like adults like our parents' age would know. Really? I don't consider You think your dad adults. knows how to do it? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Really? Yeah. Would he do it for your sister's bobby socks? Um, stuff or well, he was the like manager, so mm. he was busy kicking dust on the umpires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the Lou Pinella of the little girls' bobby socks. So when I was at a um, A's Red Sox game, you know, a month ago, or whatever, the kid in front of me was was keeping score in the like I think he bought the program and they right. always have the score sheet in yeah, there yeah. and he was filling it out and I was like amazed. Because I hadn't seen that in, you know, 20 years. It would be a great thing to teach a young boy. That's what I was, well, I was going to tell you, you should somehow do that with your class and teach them or like give them extra credit if they go to a baseball game and bring in the scorecard or something. Because, you know, if people don't make a little bit of an effort, then it's going to completely vanish. And I think it's, it's one of those skills that you learn how to do it. And even if you don't do it for a few years, you still remember how to do it. Right, and and I feel like it's really good for kids because it, you know, you said you go to your own world, but I feel like it would help them focus at a baseball oh, game definitely. and not be, you know, texting on their phone or just right. looking around or focused on getting more nachos and, 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 you know, crappy food, like actually paying attention to the game. And when there's a play and then on the, on the big board, you know, if it's, if it's a, if there's any question, oh, you know, score that as a error right. or six or, you know, six, four, three or whatever. Right. Um, you know, I think it would be good. Um, you should teach the minds of tomorrow. I, I agree. I, th- I don't think all of them would really care about it, but like at least the one that I'm thinking of, he would, I think it would really help him in terms of like learning the game better and kind of, because you see the game in kind of a different way. I think, you know, you're, right. you're looking at, the, at it at a numbers sense and, and, uh, and things like that. Do you know how to do it? No, I did when I was a kid, okay. or I mean, I think my dad showed me a few times, mm. but, um, I mean, for basic things, I probably could. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think I had told part of the story on a previous podcast. Um, there was a time when I, when Sarah was in town in San Diego and she and I went to a baseball game together and it got postponed because all the lights blew out or something like that. Mm. And it was Padres Diamondbacks. It was back when Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling were on the Diamondbacks. And the next day, like Kurt Schilling had started that game, but and the next day they weren't going to bring him back in, so they brought in Randy Johnson. But it was only like the second inning. So technically it was a relief appearance for mm-hmm. Randy Johnson. And this was, I think I, what I told this story about before was the fact that Randy Johnson came in and pitched the rest of the game and struck out like 16 guys. 
and set a record for most strikeouts by a reliever because right. it was technically a relief appearance, but it's pretty much like a start, you know? Right. And so I, she had to leave, so I stayed there that day and watched a doubleheader by myself, and that was the first game of the doubleheader and everything. So anyway, bringing it back to scoring, I, I spent that game scoring it. So like I was writing down all the Ks and mm-hmm. backwards Ks for strikeout looking and things like that, and that's how I was like, Oh man, this is so like such a historic game and everything. And were you like the crazy guy, like grabbing people next to you, total strangers? Well, there was a whole big group of kids in front of me, uh-huh. and they were just playing around. I was like, "This is historic, people! What are you? What's wrong with you?" Yeah, see, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I was the crazy old guy, even though I was like <laughs> twenty-one, maybe. Uh, which reminds me, I don't think I talked to you about this yet. Okay, maybe I did at, at trivia. The historic thing. I yes, think I did. you did. The a historic versus an historic and right. For the podcast listeners who... Uh, They're dying to know. Yeah. Um, I looked it up, and and I guess it's... It, a historic is correct, and historic is, is for, like, Britain, the King's English. Right. Which is where they wouldn't pronounce the H in historic. They'd say, an historic event at why, why Stamford they, Bridge. Why do they do that? Why is something, know. you know, huge? Yeah. There's an H. So it's maybe in huge... certain parts of the East Coast they would do it too. That's huge, right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's an historic. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna give you an historic ass kicking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What is that? New York accent? I don't is know what that was. <laughs> sure. Some Eastern Seaboard ex- undefined ac- accent. undefined Guido accent. Okay. Um. So actually, your question was a good segue into. Uh, course we plan these shows oh big time we're just reading off a script exactly uh we'll have to give credit to our staff writers mm-hmm. all 17 of them at the end of the podcast no we won't have to okay sorry peons <laughs> it's a one-man show um uh we're gonna bring back a, a segment to the show that we've done a couple of times it's called zombies a, it's called no. agree disagree oh okay so I have a number of statements mm-hmm. uh, to which you are either going to agree or disagree. And the segue comes for the first one, which is baseball-related and actually relates to that student in my class who, uh, who's the baseball guy. I think we should try to bring up baseball throughout the winter on all our podcasts. <laughs> I'm actually glad that baseball's over right now, and that's kind of uh, part of question number one. Here's my statement for, question, for uh, statement number one. Okay. The Giants winning the World Series is one of the ten worst things to happen to me in my life. <laughs> okay. Agree or disagree? Well, if, if you mean... So you don't mean they're winning in general. You mean they're winning from your point of view. I mean, of the things that have happened in my life that I have in some way suffered. Yeah. This is in the top ten. Well... I'd say that you would definitely perceive it that way. Well, that's what I'm talking about. But I don't know if I don't know. But, but I mean, it's obviously not for you, right? But, but you know me well enough right. to to. I mean, the, I, I guess I guess to give a little background, I've been very fortunate in terms of like I haven't had a ton of family members like pass away and things like that. I guess I've been fairly fortunate in those kinds of right issues and things like that. So, so in that case, I feel like. You know, if I was someone who had all these horrible things that's ha- that have happened to me in my life, then th- that wouldn't obviously be... If like, you were a Kennedy, exactly. this probably wouldn't rank too high. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree. 
I find it very odd though that 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 it hurts you that much. Yeah. I mean, why? I I don't know. I I, I wish that I wasn't so passionate about it. I guess. I I feel you're almost. Here's a statement. You're more passionate in your hatred of the Giants than in your love of the Dodgers. Um. You know, it kind of it kind of goes to the whole. Um, goes to the whole. Uh, the question we had uh, in a previous podcast: What do you do? You hate winning, hate losing more, mm. or love winning more? Right. And if you recall, I said that I hate losing more than I love winning. Right. Um, and so, if if the Giants had beat the Dodgers in the ALCS or the NLCS, you know, then I, then I could see like you your intense hatred, but. You know the Dodgers weren't even in it, um, right? So I don't know. Yeah, like if it was me, if I were you, I probably would have just written it off. You know, written off the season. Who cares who wins or loses? You know, I'm not going to root for the Giants, but it's not going to be like a, a dagger to the heart when they win. Well, see, here's the thing. It t- think about it from like a Yankees fan perspective when when the Red Sox finally won. So you're looking at it from the other angle. As a Red Sox fan, you were right. the one who was kind of always under the thumb. You know, the Red Sox were under the thumb for, you know, many, many, many decades. And so when they finally won, that was like a big thing. And so if the Yankees win again, you're like, big deal, we finally got out of the cellar and we're fine. Yeah, that's um, true. As a Dodger fan, I got a victory, a World Series victory at a young age. Like, I got to experience what that was like. But it's been over 20 years since that's happened. And so I've been able to hang my hat. You know, Giants are like the thing I hate the most. Right. And so... Um, I've been able, always able to hang my hat on the fact that they've never won a championship in San Francisco, and like, go, you know, for a vast majority of the season, it was like there's no way that, that that's ever going to happen because this team's not very good. They have right. strong pitching, but their offense is terrible. And somehow, like this, just miracle after miracle after miracle happened. Yeah. And I, I told people it was like a, a couple weeks ago. I kind of knew it was going to happen, and it was like watching a car wreck in slow motion. <laughs> Because I knew it was going to be horrible, and there was nothing I could do about it, but it was just taking so long and dragging out. It's like, just let it be over with so I can start to heal. Right. You know? um, and and part of the pain was just experiencing the joy in, in the, all the Giants fans and things like that. I mean, they're my friends, you know, some of them, but 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 it, it's been tough. But, um, so, but the thing is, like, people weren't... That I saw, at least, like from looking at your Facebook or whatever, people weren't like, ha ha, what do you, what do you say now, That's Joe? true, that's they true. They were just like, yay, Giants, I'm happy for the Giants, not like, you know, eat a dick, Joe, the Giants won. Right. There there wasn't... It wasn't focused at you. Not on Facebook. I, yeah. Not on Facebook. Were people at work or something? Um, a your, little your bit. Students? Some Some uh, Flying V members mm. who are kind of aggressive in certain ways, you know? Um, but... You know, it was just it was it, it it was difficult, and I feel like it for now it's going to be okay. But but I know that you know when when the next season starts and everything, it's going to hear in the world champion Giants and all that stuff. And like even last night, um, when I met up with a couple of friends at a bar, they who are Giants fans or Giants slash another team fans, which is complete bullshit. Um, anyway, uh, you know they're like talking bad about the Dodgers now. So it's like, they've now won a title, so they're like, oh, we're so great and everyone else sucks kind of thing. Like, oh, Dodgers are so terrible. You know, it's like, it's like they've been crappy for a long time and have never done anything, and now that they've done it once, 
they're so great and everyone else sucks. And I guess in some way, like yeah. when you win it all, you get the the chance to brag a little bit. But I I, I kind of feel like a lot of these people have never been there before, and so they don't really know how to handle that kind of thing. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, you know, I, I you're very lucky, I guess, in your life if this is one of the worst right. things ever you're happened right. to you. And, and the truth is, I've been lucky to have gone as long as I have without any of my major rivals winning a championship. Right. You know, and it's kind of foolish to think that I could go my whole life without that ever happening. And maybe part of me was thinking that it it would, but especially know. now that you've added soccer rivals, I'm sure. Yeah, but I mean the Giants. You know, it, I'd rather watch the Kings win 10 titles in a row and the Lakers finish dead last than watch the Giants win championship once. You know, if the Kings win it, great. I, you know, I'll be willing to suffer the slings and arrows from Kings fans about being a Laker fan. It wouldn't be nearly as bad as Giants. Okay, so now that the Giants have won, what is your nightmare sports team scenario? I don't know if there's anything. I mean, there's nothing that's that even was coming it? close to that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the equivalent. You know, like, what's the worst thing that could happen to you in your life? Like, you know, waking up without my penis. <laughs> your wife and kids are like in a horrible car wreck and they all die or something like that. But I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Life goes on. <laughs> and, and so after that, it's like, really, what could you do to me that, you know. Right. So maybe in that way, I guess it's a good thing. Yeah. But, well, you got it over and, with early. And going back to Yankees fans, when the Yankees fan. You know, when the Red Sox finally won, it's it sucked for them because they'd been able to hold the Red Sox down. You know, they, they've held that. Yeah. But they had won championships recently, too. Right. So it wasn't that. They're like, and, okay, we've won 20, how many? Like, big deal I, you won I don't one. feel like it was, I don't feel, I don't remember being like, oh, yeah, eat it, Yankees. I remember thinking, Well, like, after the ALCS, I'm sure it was, when you came back from. Yeah, but, but I mean, down. when they won the World Series, it was more like. I was thinking more of like Rachel's grandpa had been, you know, born in Boston and, and waiting 80 years right. to see this and it finally happening and that sort of thing more than like, ha ha, you know, no more curse or, I mean, who cares? Yeah. And, and some extent it's been that way. Like it's been about the Giants fans celebrating their team and stuff and that's fine. But when, when it starts like getting in my face about, oh, Dodgers, now you suck kind of thing, that's right. when it's see, like... I'd rather see it celebrate right. the team. And right. celebrate the history of the team and their first time winning since right. moving in 1958 or whatever yeah. and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I My comeback the other day was, um, you know, when... When Rodney got his driver's license at age, like, 23, it was really exciting for him. Did Rodney get his driver's license? <laughs> but for the rest of us that had had one for, like, eight years, right. it wasn't that big a deal. Right. So, you know, that's great that you're excited, but but don't, like, act like you're now the greatest driver on earth since you just got your first driver's license. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of how... The Giants are Rodney. Uh, I don't like... You love Rodney. I love Rodney. <laughs> okay. All right, um, so I agree that that's one of the worst things to happen to you. Okay. And, you know... As long as that stays on my top ten worst things, that's pretty good for me. Right. You know, in terms of avoiding tragedy. You know, death, disease, d dismemberment, things like that. As long as I can stay away from those things. <laughs> All right. Number two. Okay. There exists a scenario in which we could be components of a compelling reality TV show. That's your statement? That is my statement. So... Do you agree 
that we could be compelling <laughs> characters on a reality show, or do you disagree? <laughs> I disagree. Well, I mean, you mean like if people with cameras just started following us around? Or... Well, I'm not saying it's just us. Okay. But or like, if we were like, hey, let's let's act like total jackasses and try and get out in the real world or something. No, 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 not like that. I'm okay. talking about like the way that we are, not that we're all of a sudden acting like different people. So, okay, so yeah, no, that would, <laughs> well, we're way too boring. Well, that, that's yeah. I mean, unless it was like you know, unless we're gonna quit our jobs and all we're gonna do is podcast and think up podcast topics, then. Even then, I don't see it being that interesting. But if it's if it's really us the way we really are, I mean, All right, I'd that, say maybe what for if, you. For... What if I change compelling to successful? Because I think there's probably a lot of successful reality TV shows that are about boring stuff and people will watch them. Anyway. That's true. I still don't think I don't so. know if there is a compelling reality TV show, is there? Uh, now that Beauty and the Geek is now not there. Now that Laguna Beach is not there. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that would be interesting at all. <laughs> okay, here's the reason I bring it up. <laughs> Do um, you think it would be interesting? Well, it, part, parts of it could be. If we were minor characters, and there were other characters that were, you know, like, look at, look at, uh, Man Robert, and, and, like, they're, like, just look at Goala. Our Goala lives. <laughs> so if, if our Goala friends, we were all a reality show? Right. That actually might be good. Yeah. And it was, like, half an hour, so there's, like, maybe five minutes on each person, that could be interesting for five minutes. Totally. I will someday. It's too bad it's been 17 minutes. Yeah, I knew really that. Interested for five. I knew that. Um, anyway, uh, the reason I bring this up is um, the the kickball team that I'm part of. Yeah. Midtown Mischief. You and all the youngins. Yes. Um, w- one of the guys has been talking about like m- making this this Midtown Mischief idea. Excuse me. Idea more like kind of like a corporate idea. Where, like, maybe it's a website that, that connects to happy hours and things like that. Like, kind mm. of what we talked about before with the app. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, he posted, he emailed the other day, uh, this Craigslist ad that was, like, looking for groups of people in the Sacramento area that go out and, like, enjoy the nightlife for a potential reality show. And he's like, dude, this could potentially be it. This is, like, wow. you know, we could be one of these groups of people that goes out. And, I mean, like... Multiple times a week, they're at some bar or another doing some pub crawl or, you know, the kickball thing. And Are they students? Um, some of them are students. Okay. Uh, but, like, but I think they're, I think they're, like, postgraduate, not, oh. not, not, you know, uh, undergraduate. I mean, I'm saying, do they, like, do they have eight to five jobs? Some of them do. And they're still going out, like... But some of them, like, have Friday off and things like that. Like, the other day... They were like, oh, yeah, we were drinking in the middle of Friday and everything. I'm like, how do you do this? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty – It's I don't know what the word is to describe it, but it's very whatever that enviable? word is. Well, I don't know if it's enviable or or, or impressive or uh, insane <laughs> or, you know, yeah. uh, quixotic perhaps. I don't know what that means. Okay, good. Then I can say it. Of a relating to Don Quixote? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um – but uh, but I was thinking, yeah, like if 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 they were the main part of the reality show, I'm more of a peripheral guy, you know. They'll right. they'll they'll show if it was all just about Midtown Mischief, there'd be a lot of action going on that I wasn't a part of. Right. So I'll be there. Show some clips of me playing kickball. They'll show some clips when the people come to trivia and things like that. And I'm a component of it. It's true. But 
but you know their goings out and and you know real worldish type stuff. It would be the main. Will they all move into one house? Uh, I don't know. There, there's a couple after after kickball the other night. I went over to the mansion, which is where a couple of the guys live. It's pretty cool. Is it really a mansion? Um, no, but it's it's an, like one of the old Victorian homes in Midtown, and it's got like the walk up stairs, you mm-hmm. know. And, um, then they went out to the bar to do a, the karaoke night, and getting back to question one or statement one. They their performance was going to be on the Giants version of "Don't Stop Believing." I don't know if you've heard this. Yeah, thing or the seen YouTube it yeah. thing. And I'm like, I can't be a part of this. Right. I can't go up on stage and be singing Giant stuff. Like, yeah. that would be it'd be like a Jewish person going up and singing Nazi songs or something. It's, you know. Um, Ooh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy irony. Um, What's a Nazi song? <laughs> no, Middle Vice. <laughs> I'm sure there are Nazi songs that, uh, you know, put the Fuhrer in a positive light. Okay. I don't know. Did you say the Fuhrer? The Fuhrer. Okay, I think you said the Fear. No, the Fuhrer. Okay. Der Fuhrer, Got perhaps. It. Oh, Der Fuhrer. <laughs> yes, Got it. that's the one. Um, but, yeah, so, so you know, that kind of whole thing that they were doing is something that would be an interesting reality show. and I feel like, yeah, that's the recipe for a reality show. It's like, I mean, that's what real world and that's what Jersey Shore, that's what all these things are, is a group of kids going out and drinking. Hooking right? up with each other. Yeah, ooh, they're going to have like that, that like infrared night cam they do yeah. on real world yeah. where you see the sheets moving. <laughs> you know what's going on. Uh, yeah, it's, uh... but I, 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 getting back to the original statement, it, if we are, if we are minor components, then maybe it could be, but well, but if we were if we were minor components of like you were talking about with the people that we know on Gowalla or whatever, mm-hmm. like all kind of similar people, I feel like if we were minor components on your kickball team one, we'd be like the old guys creeping in the background or something. The uh, the old guys from the Muppet Show mm. that just sit up and snark. I can't go drinking on a Tuesday. It's like. Statler and something like that. Yeah. I, I wish I knew that. Waldorf? Waldorf. Waldorf. Yeah, you're right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or those the old men in... Uh, no, that's it. Well, it is places. Waldorf and Statler. Statler. Um, okay, let me ask you this. If you were offered a, 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 a position or a part on a reality show, would you accept it? Would you want that? No. They're so lame. Well, would you would you have it in your mind that you could be like not lame on it or no? I just mean would you be I just mean they that... in general are so lame. If I was offered a part on, no, I don't know, The West Wing, I sure yeah, I mean I oh. take that in a heartbeat. But you know, if, if you want to be part of the next, you know, whatever Sacramento Napkin Nights reality show or whatever, I'm like no. I'm in a napkin night? Yes. Do you remember that napkin <laughs> no, night? No, I do. You're talking. It was this that. website where they would go around to bars. I was actually on it once. And they would take pictures of people in bars and then put like them the, on the, this website. Really? Was, Are those like the things in Sacramento Magazine where it's like, hey, check out these people at a party. Hey, yeah, but, but just much sleazier. And oh, really? Rachel and I were at Pine Cove once and this photographer came around and was like, can we put your picture on the napkin nights? And I was like, uh, no. And Rachel like, yeah, let's do it. That's how I remember it. I can't remember it. I can't remember me being like, yeah. Too much PBR that night? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... 
Okay, how much would they have to pay you to be honest? Is it like the is it like the the people knowing who you are part of it? Like the losing your anonymity? Like what is it about being on the show? That... No, it's just they're just so like trashy. So it's just being at all associated with it. Yeah, that's the problem. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. If it was like a game show or something, like hey, do you want to go on Wheel of Fortune when it swings through town? I'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. That would, that I would do. You sure? <laughs> I didn't say I would win, but I would. No, I, I mean, like, who it. wouldn't do that though? Like, yeah. who wouldn't have the take the opp- that opportunity? Yeah, yeah. It's I don't want to be associated with uh, some crap. You don't want to be show. like a Z-list celebrity, like all these other reality show people. Right. Yeah, I don't want to see a picture of myself on Pres Hilton's website with a penis drawn next to my mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> then I wouldn't go on there because I've been posting some. <laughs> I know there's people that, that that's what they aspire to, but yeah. but not not this fella. All right. Uh, statement number three. Okay. This kind of came from the fact that Halloween was not that long ago. Right. And some of the costumes that people choose to uh, wear during Halloween. People like people our age or like little kids? Uh, adults. Okay. Um, it has to do with mostly female costumes and how they try to be like the naughty. naughty blank. Yeah. Okay. The most attractive job a woman could have in which the job and accompanying attire itself make her more desirable. So, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you see her and you're like, oh, she's attractive just because of what it is she's doing. Right. Is Mexican restaurant waitress. <laughs> hmm. Agree or disagree. <laughs> so and there's nothing better. Correct. There's nothing more attractive. If you took the same girl who was already attractive herself and you put her in this job, there's nothing that would make her more attractive than Mexican food race. Right. And it's not just the it's not just the attire, but it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of the 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 aura or the the accompanying elements of being in that position. Because she's bringing you food and Chips and salsa? Yes. I mean, for me, part of it is the those whole, like, authentic blouses that, like, are off the shoulder kind mm-hmm. of thing. I've always been a fan of those. It's true. But, you know, some people would say, like, secretary or nurse. You know, naughty nurse is a pretty common... Is cheerleader uh, a profession? I mean, I guess at a professional sports level it is, right? Not when they're in middle school, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Look, those boys can dance like nobody's business. Um... I, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I, I'm just hung up on, you know, it's a reasonable doubt. Is there I'm nothing... A, I'm a, no, I'm okay better. with you disagreeing with yeah, me. But I have, I'm just looking for other possibilities. That's the thing. I have to think of what's better. Like, I, I, I would say that there are some... What about bartender? Female bartender in a Mexican food place. Okay. It doesn't even have to be Mexican food, really. See, here's the, here's the difficult thing about both of those positions, though. They're, they're in a position, yes, where they're bringing you stuff, and that's kind of cool, but at the same time, there's that element of financial transaction where it's like how much of the way that you're uh, like interacting with me is just to make money or right, how much is, right. you know, how friendly you really are, that kind of thing. I mean, I'm glad that you're not saying like stripper or something like that because that's pretty... Well, I just thought masseuse. You know? When's the last time you had a massage from Never. a female? Yeah, they're usually not very attractive. 
Well, and the was, attire, but I was as long as it's a like, professional uh, establishment, the attire right. is not going to be... I was picturing, like, Sofia Vergara. Hmm. I was picturing her, like, first as a waitress, yeah, and now I'm picturing her as a masseuse. How about as a construction worker working a jackhammer? Okay. <laughs> With, like, little short shorts. <laughs> the, and the, uh... The jiggling? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you put Sofia Vergara in just about any job, and, and she's looking fine. Yeah, that's fine. Being acceptable, not like right. She's she's fine. She's decent. What do you think of her? <laughs> she's fine. Yeah, it's like in high school when your parents asked you how school today. Eh, it's all right. It's it, fine. She's adequate. <laughs> um, I, you know, some people would say like the when women wear like the business attire kind of thing mm, that they look professional. I enjoy. That. I think there are sometimes when it when it when it, it goes the other way though, like when it makes them look a little too mannish. Sometimes, like with the men, the men's dress shirt, I think. Can either be a positive or it can be a negative. There can be times when, yeah. like, I don't know if you ever watched the show Dexter. No, but on the show, his sister wears shirts like that, and she just looks like a dude. I don't, I don't like it. It's, that's that's definitely an example of where it doesn't work for a lot. That can definitely be a good look, though. Agreed. Professional businesswoman look, or like, uh, you know, FBI agent in a movie, right? Like. What was that crappy movie where uh, the Desperate Housewives girl was like a Secret Service agent? You look good in that. Which Desperate Housewives? Eva Longoria. Oh. And it had Michael Douglas. Hmm. Yeah, it was not very good. Oh, and it had uh, Kiefer Sutherland, who was basically just playing okay. Jack Bauer still. Okay. The Sentinel. Yeah. Never maybe. saw it. I saw it for Eva Longoria. Hmm. Okay. It was worth it. See, my, my problem with the Mexican... Waitress one is a lot of times they're like kind of heavy set or matronly, mm. you know. I feel like the food's gonna be better. In fact, if the less attractive they are, hmm, that'd be a good like Freakonomics experiment. Mm. <laughs> the less attractive the waitress is, the better the food is at the that's, place. That's a decent point. If your waitress is a man, best food you'll ever have, <laughs> unless it's a pretty man, <laughs> and it's bad. Yeah, I don't know. I might have to disagree on this one. That's fine. I mean, I wouldn't want you to agree on all of them, right? <clears throat> well, I agreed on the Giants one. Right. I disagreed on the reality show Oh, you one. did. You're right. And now I'm disagreeing on the Waitress one. I am disagreeable. I, you know, I was I, I went online to try and find, like, trying to find a way to Google this, to look it up, to, like, find a list of... Sexy professions? Yeah, well, yeah, but... I, I looked up, like... Women's jobs that men find desirable, or or jobs that make women seem more attractive, and I could never find anything. I found one article that talked about. <laughs> I hope you had safe search off. Yeah, yeah. Just we put in women, women in and jobs. jobs. <laughs> yeah. um, it was all these Steve Jobs things. It was weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, there uh, there was one article that I, that was kind of interesting. And it was about. It, it basically said how how men don't really care what women's jobs are. They care like if they're passionate about them, or you know, they're like, I'd rather, I'd rather be with a woman who was a waitress, but had the ambition to one day like own her own restaurant, um, as opposed to being with some woman who like was really successful on Wall Street, but was unhappy with her job and was kind of a bitch about it and things like that. Yeah, okay, I guess that's true. So you know, you, I there could be too much passion though. Like if if someone's a vet or something and just like right. all day long bringing home rescue animals right. or something that's like that, yeah. get rid of it. Being able to turn off the yeah. work when you get home, that's true. Turn off the work and turn me on. Yes. Yeah. Get out of my dreams and get into my car. <laughs> beep, beep, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I actually have six 
agree disagree statements, but uh, I think we're being halfway through. Maybe we'll stop here. Ooh, um, and a and, tease. and break the other three up for next time. Okay, Sounds I'll leave. I'll leave with one other thing that will kind of bookend it. Okay, um, one of the things that visually makes a woman more attractive breasts for me. Dodgers gear, mm, like, like, like Milano. It, it in, instantly ramps them up a few notches, and similarly, Giants gear down a few notches. So if you ever gar in Giants gear, I'm sorry, I'm not attracted to you. Really, really, really. <sighs> it would be nice though. <laughs> I'm picturing like the bright orange shirt, but it's all low cut and pushed up and no. together. No, all disgusted. Right. All right, disgusted. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I find Sophia Vergara attractive. She disgusts you. Well, if that's how you want to put it, then, uh, <laughs> then I guess we'll leave it at that, and uh, we'll go on uh, for the next next podcast. We'll we'll maybe figure out why that's the case and why not. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Mm-hmm.